Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. May I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Will the Real Weird Sisters please stand up? We're gonna have a problem here. We're the Weird Sisters, we're the Real Weird Sisters. All you other Weird Sisters are fine, but not the Vickers. Will the Real Weird Sisters please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Hi, and welcome to the Real Weird Sisters. My name is Alice, and I'm here with my Real Weird Sister, Martha, to tell you about our show and what you can expect from us. Hey, Martha, how are you doing? Hey, Alice, I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, pretty good. I'm just, uh, you know, really excited to talk about Harry Potter. Um, You know, Harry Potter is a topic that both of us are obsessed with and we have been our whole lives. So um, we're really excited to get into this podcast and actually have um, sort of a formal medium to talk about, you know, what we really love. So. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, We should probably start by talking about how we got into Harry Potter. You should start since you're the older sister. Right. So like you mentioned, um, I am older. I'm six years older than Martha. And, you know, that what that did for me basically is it, it just gave me a leg up on her as far as getting ahead with the Harry Potter series, because when the books came out, I was actually old enough to read them. So I really got into Harry Potter a couple years after it was first published. And I read the first book in fourth grade. Um, I was you know, at first, not really that into it because I was, I read the first chapter and for some reason it just did not hook me. So I put the book down and I read it about a month later. I got back or I actually continued on until the second chapter. And by the time I got to the second chapter, I was just completely hooked. And from then on, I just, I powered through the first three books, which were out at the time. And then Every time a book was released, I would get it right away, um, read it as fast as I could. And then just in the downtime, I would just reread and reread. So, um, you know, that's how I got into Harry Potter. And throughout my whole life, it's really just been a major obsession for me. So, Martha, how is how was it for you? Well, it was a little different for me because when the first when the books first came out, I was a baby. And then when Alice or when you first started reading them, Alice, I kind of boycotted them for the first few years when I was starting to read because (laughs) I didn't want to be too similar to you. Um, So I didn't start reading them until I was actually nine years old, which was um, in 2004. 2005, which was around the same time that the Half-Blood Prince came out. Um, So I read all, powered through all of them then. And then I read Half-Blood Prince was the first book that I read, like, 
after the release of it. Um, but since then, I've reread them many, many times, and I'm I regret my boycott initial boycott uh, to the series because it's the greatest series of all time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that's something that we agree on. Um, you know, both of us have really done things to kind of set us apart as you know, really obsessive fans versus just the average Harry Potter fan. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, Martha, why don't you tell us a little bit about, like, some of your unique things you've done for Harry Potter? Um, yeah, so when I was 14, actually, I think I was 15. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, whichever. Okay. Um, so when I was 15, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, the movie, came out, um, and my friends and I organized this kind of t-shirt stunt for line for waiting in line for the midnight premiere of the movie and each of us had a different word on our t-shirts spelling out the sentence it's harry potter and the deathly hallows part two time and i had the the t-shirt that said potter of course um and we actually got on the local news um on the on tv for that that uh stunt that we pulled um we had these this these t-shirts and we were standing in line showing off to everybody and i got interviewed which uh which was pretty exciting and i had the quote that i i thought was pretty brilliant at the time which was just as dumbledore never truly left hogwarts so harry potter will never truly end um so i was pretty proud of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i was there at the movie theater with you and i remember just standing there and um watching you get interviewed and you were so so excited i mean it was like a part partially a mixture of you waiting for the movie and just all the anticipation building up for that and then also just knowing that you were going to be on the news Um, (laughs) so when we watched back the video clip of it you were like just practically screaming the quote you couldn't even really (laughs) understand you well the the funny thing is that i actually like asked the guy to to get interviewed i was like do you need a quote and i went (laughs) tapped him on the shoulder and so. <laughs> so yeah that's Martha one of Martha's big claims to fame um you know another funny story that I think we should mention is uh <laughs> regarding your your persuasive essay so what are you talking oh. about that? <laughs> I forgot about that for a second yeah um so like I mentioned I was um like nine when I started reading the books and I think I was 10 when uh, the Goblet of Fire movie came out which was the first one that was rated PG-13 and our parents are uh, fairly strict uh, about some things and they didn't allow us to watch movies that were rated PG-13 until we were 13 years old Um, so at the time in fourth grade or fifth grade whenever that was we were writing persuasive essays in our uh, class and I told my mom that I would write a persuasive essay uh, persuading her to let me ro- watch Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, even though it was 13, PG-13 and I wasn't 13 yet. And it worked, um, and I was able to watch the movie. So that was a pretty nerdy thing. But <laughs> Yes, <laughs> pretty nerdy. <laughs> yes, that pretty much just um, describes you in a nutshell, I think. So for our <laughs> I listeners. think so. Um, well, as far as my own claims to fame... Um, You know, I was, you know, part of the reason I think why you were so eager to get on the news is that you wanted to get on, um, you know, put yourself out there as well, because I had already been published uh, in the (laughs) newspaper for my own Harry Potter Uh claim to fame story. Um, So when I was 15, uh, that's when Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, the book came out. And my friends and I, we went uh, to the midnight release to get the book. And it was my friend's birthday. So it was, it was for her birthday party that we we were doing this. And so all my friends got the book. We were all pretty excited. Um, Mm -hmm. but I was really determined that I was going to read the book in one night because I was really 
worried about getting spoiled. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I took the book home and for, for her birthday party, we were spending the night in a tent in her backyard. And mm-hmm. I actually um, had brought a flashlight with me and I stayed up <laughs> all night in the tent, read the book in eight hours. And my grandma then <laughs> called, called the local newspaper and they interviewed me and I was on the front page for my reading Harry Potter in eight hours. So I was pretty proud of myself for that. It was a slow news day that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a big deal at the time. I mean, the Harry Potter phenomenon was like really going strong at that point. So, mm-hmm. you know, every time that they would release a book, there would be a human interest story on it. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, well, that story also doesn't just sum up who you are. It also sums up who our grandmother is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she loves getting her family famous. So Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, throughout our time, you know, we've been really obsessive Harry Potter fans. Um, but Martha, what is your favorite book in the series? And who are your favorite characters? Just so that our listeners can get an idea of where you're coming from. Yeah, well, I I used to always say that uh, The Order of the Phoenix was my favorite book, but I really, after Deathly Hallows came out, I really have to say that that one's in a class of its own. Um, So it's kind of those two, but I I think probably Deathly Hallows is my favorite. Yeah, I have to say for me, um, for the longest time, I would say Order of the Phoenix, and that was kind of a... It's an uncommon book for people to love, but I just, I don't know what it was. I think the the new characters, Umbridge and Luna, were just so compelling that I just loved that book. And the plot with Harry and Umbridge is just so infuriating that it -hmm. really, I just just loved it. And so that was always my favorite. But I agree that the seventh book is almost in a class of its own. So totally it's, it's amazing. So I love the seventh book. um, But out of the first six, the five is five is my favorite. Yeah, no, I guess we're in agreement then. (laughs) Yeah. So then besides books, then, do you have certain characters that you really like in the series? Yeah, I mean, besides Harry, who, of course, I really love, um, I would probably have to say, like, Luna is one of my favorites. She's really awesome, and I love the Weasley twins. And, yeah, I think probably those three are my favorites. That's four. Four. Well, not counting Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I thought you were were grouping the Weasley twins together and I got Oh, no. Well, of the alive ones, yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, I guess that's a good time to mention that we will have spoilers in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if I just ruined that for anybody. I mean, it's not going to be extremely spoiler heavy, but we will occasionally be talking about the entire series. So just that's a a heads up for our listeners. Um, But anyway, back to favorite characters. Um, that's interesting that you say those three because those are, I mean, I, I think they're great, obviously. There's so many good characters, but I wouldn't have chosen any of those as my favorites. Um, you know, when I was younger, my favorite was really always Hermione. I sure. could kind of identify with her, so I, I loved her. So Hermione's one of my tops. And then my other favorite, I'd say, is Dumbledore. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's another one that I just, I love. And that's another reason why when, when I finished the sixth book in the tent, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I was really the first person I knew uh, to finish the book. And it was just an awful burden to bear. I'm sure. And, <laughs> so, um, and especially because by that point, Dumbledore really was my one of my favorite characters in the series. Sure. So. Yeah, well, I do love Hermione and Dumbledore, too. Um, they're great. Yeah, like I mean, like we said, there's, you know, there's really not a bad character. I mean, well, there are. <laughs> we'll get to that. We do have our annoyances, but I'm sure we'll be covering that in our show, in our weekly show. So, 
um i think this is a good time to transition into what we're going to be doing on the podcast yeah so martha do you want to tell us about what our general format's going to be on a week-to-week basis yeah so what we're planning to do is a weekly book club so we're going to go chapter by chapter through every book of the series so uh, if you start listening now you'll probably have to stick around for a while because we've got a lot of chapters to get through but we're starting with the boy who lived of course and then we'll move on and that'll be our our weekly podcast yeah so we're going to put that out every monday and uh, we're going to just go through, kind of do a recap. We're going to talk about, you know, special highlights from the from the chapters, stuff we really enjoyed, uh, funny moments I think we'll focus on a lot. And Definitely. then we're always going to award a special award to our favorite breakout character of that chapter. Um, and that'll be at the end of the episode. So you'll want to um, hear that each week. And then we're going to, as we go through, we're going to be doing a chapter ranking for that book. So um, in the first chapter, we won't do a ranking, but starting in the second chapter, we'll say which chapter we liked better. And then by the end of the, ser- by the, end of the book, we'll have a definitive chapter ranking. Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting because I have no yeah. idea what's going to be the best chapter of each book. I mean, I have a couple chapters that I really love, but um, I'm interested to see what comes out as the best chapter in each book. Exactly. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. And so we're going to do the book club every week, but then um, we're going to have some additional podcasts from time to time. Um, so this is maybe, you know, for people who aren't as into the series or if you if you don't like that re that sort of recap format, uh, we're going to be putting out special topics podcasts. Um, some of this will be like top 10 lists and we're going to or top five or a certain number of, you know, different different topics related to Harry Potter. Um and we're also going to do some sorting hat crossovers where we'll take characters from different shows or different book series and we're going to sort them into the Hogwarts houses. And on these special topics podcasts, we're really hoping to get, um, you know, a really wide variety of guests. We have a lot of friends and um, people that we've worked with on other projects and we think that they would make great guests on these shows. So these are going to be really fun podcasts we're going to be putting out every so every so often. So our book club uh, podcast will be equally as fun, but they will be more less unique. So I just want to say for the book club, don't feel like you actually have to reread the chapter. Um, You know, it's definitely going to be a fun, fun to reread it if you like that. But if you don't like rereading books, you can also just listen to the show and, you know, just listen to what we highlight and go back and look at the books when you want to. So don't feel like it's a homework thing where you can't listen to the episode if you forgot to read the chapter or whatever. But, you know, if you like doing it that way, that's obviously one way you can do it. Exactly. (laughs) And we've got those special topics podcasts for in case you get sick of just the two of us. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, is there anything else that you want to mention to our listeners before we wrap this up, Martha? I don't think so. I'm just very excited to start this project. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, We are really excited to podcast more about Harry Potter. And just so everyone knows, we are planning to release our first book club episode on Monday, April 11th. Um, So in the meantime... While you're waiting for our first book club episode, please subscribe to our show in iTunes um, or using your favorite podcatcher. So if you if you like listening on Stitcher or wherever, um, just subscribe just to make sure that you don't miss any episodes. 
And then, you know, if you have a chance, we'd love it if you would rate us and review us in the iTunes store. I mean, we're looking for <laughs> positive <laughs> reviews, hopefully. But Yeah, we only accept positive reviews. <laughs> so uh, we're hoping to get those ratings just because that'll help uh, other people to find our show. Um, and then, Martha, do you want to tell us or tell our listeners how to find us on Facebook? Yeah, so we have a Facebook page just that's located at facebook.com slash real weird sisters because that's who we are. And you can like us or find us there, like us there. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Um, our handle is at real weird sister. And there's no S on that because the character count ran out. But um, it's at real weird sister. So you can follow us there. Great. And then um, you can also visit our website at www.realweirdsisters.com. And then in the meantime, you can also please tell your friends about us, spread the word to anyone you know who likes Harry Potter and who enjoys podcasts. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Or who loves it. us. Yeah, or who, or who likes us. That's also good. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be that many of those. <laughs> All right. Well, um, again, thank you for listening. And um, I am Alice. I'm Martha. And we're the Real Weird Sisters. We're the weird sisters, we're the real weird sisters. All you other weird sisters are fine, but not the victors. Will the real weird sisters please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.